0: The Fade the Noise podcast with Brad Evans and Nate Lundy. Place your bets. Brad the Big Noise Evans here, joined by the good son, Nathaniel Lundy. This is the Fade the Noise podcast. It is All-Star Weekend in Cleveland, Ohio, uh, which means you got tons of stuff you can bet on. Uh, the three-point shootout, the skills challenge, the dunk contest, the game itself. So, Lundy, I'm just going to leave it open-ended. Pick your poison, my man. What is your favorite wager on the board this NBA All-Star weekend?
1: Well, here's the problem, Brad. It's a lot like the NFL. I don't like betting on exhibition uh, because <laughs> you just never really know exactly uh, exactly what to expect. But I will throw uh, – let's go with Cole Anthony, Brad, in the dunk ah. contest. How about that? A little plus 300 right now uh, at DraftKings. Now, I know people are on. uh, I've seen a a bunch of folks talking about Obi Toppin.
0: Uh, Um, uh, Obi Toppin's my pick to win the dunk. Plus 205.
1: So plus 205. A lot of folks, because they say, look, he he came in second last year and all of that. I don't know. I just decided everybody's leaning that way and sometimes following the public. uh, Not a lot of fun. Uh, you know, you just start to you start to feel like uh, like sheep being herded uh, into a uh, into a, a pen where, you know, bad things are going to happen. You know, I mean, that's <laughs> you're going to wind up on a plate. La- in other words, <laughs> that's <laughs> where the lamb chops come from. That's all I want you to know. Uh, so I'm going to go with Cole Anthony at a plus 300 on the dunk contest. But like I said, I, I don't like to bet on the exhibition stuff because it just gets a little bit weird.
0: Well, I took this yesterday and it's already down. I took Luke Kennard at 6-1 to win the three-point shooting contest. And I'm looking it up right now at tape time, and he's the favorite to take the sucker at plus 450 right now at DraftKings. Uh, Fred Van Vliet at number two at 5-1. to Patty Mills also at 5-1. Zach Levine at plus 550. Uh, but my favorite wager on the board, honestly, may be the under in the game. Yeah, I'm going to play with fire, probably get burned. But it's at 319.5, Lundy. And that is the highest total in the history of the NBA All-Star game. Though historically, uh the game has gone over in 13 of the last 15 contests. Still at 319F, a, a full 10 points higher than what the line was at and what it closed at last year at BetMGM. I I mean, I'm I'm tempted to take the under and I'm going to lean there, but um that's one of my favorite wagers. Canard, definitely uh, near the top of the list as well. Now at plus 450 in the three-point shootout, and I got Obi Toppin at uh, plus 205 in the dunk contest. And I also like Team LeBron. Uh, just oh, lay, the that. lay the yeah, chalk. Lay the chalk.
1: I like that. I'll, I'll throw one more just kind of random one out there if you just want to throw five bucks on it. DeMar DeRozan is 25-1 to one to be the MVP of the game. This mm. dude's been on a tear for yeah. the last like, week and a tear. half. I mean he is he is really on fire now I know that doesn't necessarily translate to uh, the All-Star Game because the minutes aren't the same, all that, all that kind of crap. I mean, like I said, I don't like to bet on exhibition. But if I had to pick a dude to just throw a five spot on, or if maybe I've got like a free bet from from one of the books that I just want to throw, you know, a ten dollar freebie on, um, I might do that at twenty-five to one because he has been cash money in the player props category lately because of how he's been playing.
0: Yeah, just take the over and points every single time until the fire extinguishes for Demar Derozan, who by the Way earlier in the week was still just 40 to 1 to win the MVP, though. Joel Embiid certainly uh, leading the pack in that category. With that, let's get to it on this freaky Friday edition with another Fade 5. Number five. All right, Lundy, you were riding uh, <laughs> heater yesterday uh, on the ice. Not so much uh, necessarily college basketball because you got screwed by the same team I did in the Stanford Cardinal. Uh, but the royal screwing uh, I received because you did not, um, and that was uh, when Washington went on a 7-0 run to close the game out against SC, and they covered. Uh, and I had SC at minus 10.5, and they lost oh, by 10. That, that is a tough. That's a-
1: that's a kick to the jewels. It I mean, really that's, was. That is, that is definitely a kick to the jewels. Uh, yeah, we did uh, we did have some fun. I'll tell you exactly what happened because it ties into what I'm going to do in bonus time. So, uh, But, yes, did have a good night last night. Let's go to the ice, yeah, though. Only four games on the schedule. Uh, and I'm going to roll with the uh, Carolina Panthers at home. I think Carolina's ticked off uh, that they lost. Carolina for,
0: Hurricane. You had yes. football on the mind.
1: <laughs> yes, sorry. <laughs> uh, Christian well, McCaffrey playing, on skates. <laughs> well, they lost. Lost to the Panthers. That's what ah, there I, it is. There, there. It is. I got confused. There you go. Uh, so they <laughs> lost to the Panthers at home. Uh, On Wednesday night, Florida came in. Remember, Florida hadn't played in 15 days, um, and we thought for sure Carolina would be able to defend home ice. (laughs) Not so much. Uh, So the fact that they lost to Florida in overtime, I think they're a little ticked off. Nashville is on the schedule for tonight, 7 o'clock Eastern on the puck drop. We're going to take Carolina, but they're juiced up on the money line to a minus 175, so I'm going to take them to win. Um, on the 60-minute line, take them to win in regulation, no overtime. That drops it down to a minus 115. So I'll bring that juice down, take Carolina. If I'm, if I'm putting them in a parlay, I'll take them on the normal money line. But if it's a singular bet here, I'll take the minus 115 juice for Carolina to do it and not need the extra frame.
0: All right, let's do it and pray uh, no overtime at all, please. And go Panthers uh, and Christian McCaffrey as well. Number
1: four.
0: All right, let's drop the puck and make some more bucks, Lundy. It's double NHL selections. What else you got on the ice? Yeah, the NBA being on a
1: pause means that Brad has to yield the microphone to me a little longer yeah, please, on this podcast. Just take over. I'll,
0: I'll sit back and sip on my coffee.
1: It's uh, it's a painful thing for him to uh, let me have the microphone. No, I'm kidding. All right. So we started with the first game of the night being Nashville and Carolina. Let's go to the last game on the schedule. That's the Kings and the Golden Knights. Uh, and this one, it opened uh, with a total at five and a half and quickly went to six. Uh, I'm still going to take the over uh, in this one. The Kings are allowing 2.63 goals per game right now. Um, And and Vegas, even though they have struggled at times, they also are dealing with some um, injuries when it comes to goaltending. So you put those two things together, there should be plenty of goals. And, oh, yeah, that's right. These two teams have played twice already this season. The totals, eight and nine. Uh, So, yeah, if you're going to give me a six, I have a feeling these two teams in Sin City are going to be lighting it up like a slot machine spitting out a jackpot. Oh, yeah. let's, Let's take the over. Between the Kings and the Golden Knights in Sin City, like I said, it opened at five and a half. It's now at six. I still like it. Uh, so we're gonna uh, we're gonna see some we're gonna see some biscuits in the basket, my friend.
0: Oh, I love that sound! Ding 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 ding. Spitting out all those coins and hopefully putting, uh, like you said, those biscuits in the old basket. Number three. All right, let's go to the world of college basketball here on this appetizer before the main slate on Saturday. We, I mean, Lundy, I don't know if you've seen the games yet for Saturday, uh, but insane in the membrane. Uh, doesn't do it justice.
1: Uh, Pants are optional.
0: Oh, definitely. And they they will be optional all the way through the end of uh, the NCAA tournament. So uh, hopefully the weather's going to warm up here in Illinois. Otherwise, I'm going to freeze my giblets off. But uh, yeah, Tennessee, Arkansas, the Chris Beard Bowl part two. Texas Tech going to Austin to take on UT. line 9 going to East Lansing. Iowa, who needs a, a marquee win there at Ohio State. Auburn and Florida, who's very bubble right now. I mean, the list goes on and on and on. It's going to be a ridiculous weekend. But we got to try to build up the bankroll ahead of that main slate action and I like the Johnnies tonight I'm going to take the over on the team total 74 and a half against the Butler Bulldogs St. John's of course uh, logged a marquee win uh, earlier this week on the road uh, in Cincinnati against the Xavier Musketeers and now they return home and uh, they're facing the dregs of the keg right now uh, you know, outside of Georgetown in this Big East league, and the Butler Bulldogs play a little bit better, uh, but still near the bottom of the barrel in terms of adjusted defensive efficiency and points per possession allowed. And Biggie's play giving up 1.057. In league action, and you know what the Johnnies do, man. They zip, 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 zip. They run up and down the floor, number four in the country, and adjust the tempo. They beat Butler inside Hinkle earlier this season, 75 to 72. So you see where the odds makers got this line, setting it at 74 and a half. Uh, they force a ton of turnovers, and I think that will be uh, the biggest key for propelling them past this team total number. So Lundy. Fade or follow the run-and-gun Johnnies under Mike Anderson. Over 74.5 team total points against the Butler Bulldogs. Minus 120 at DraftKings. I'm going to roll with
1: you on this. I like I like where you're going. My favorite bet, actually, I'll be honest. I want Butler to cover. I'll take Butler plus the, what is it, 9, eight? Yeah, and a half. I,
0: I think Butler will cover. I, it will uh, be close.
1: So, I, I do like your team total pick, but I will actually go ahead and go with the cover. Uh, Butler's actually covered... Uh, six out of their last eight games. So even though they're not winning, they're only, uh, what, four? I think they're four and four. They're 500, I think, over their last eight games. But, But they're covering. Um, consistently and so I, I like the St. John's absolutely but if you do like another play in this game um, I would take Butler to cover because they have the Bulldogs have been doing it lately despite the fact that they started off the season just horrendous against the spread like you were cashing tickets if you were betting against them at the beginning of the season but now they seem to have figured it out and even though they might not win it on the scoreboard they're at least making sure these games stay close so I like St. John's on the team total I also a little early bonus time I like Butler to cover
0: Stick around for my top picks in college basketball on this Friday night. Plus, boon is time across the smorgasbord of sports betting. Number two. All right, let's get after it and let's uh, work in a little parlay action here. You know, I love the money line parlays. They've been uh, eh, kind of unkind to me here of late, but we're gonna get back in that saddle and hopefully get to cash a winning ticket. This is a three legger money line, meaning they just gotta win straight up, folks. That's it. That's all we're asking. Uh, it is Friday in college basketball, which means. All the smarty pants of the NCAA uh, have their time to shine as the Ivy League always plays on Friday and Saturdays. So to kick things off on this three-layer, give me the Yale Bulldogs, the likely representative, in the NCAA tournament out of this league uh, to win straight up in their matchup. Uh, And then give me Monmouth uh, to win straight up against Ryder. And then give me Mississippi State going up against Missouri. Now, getting back to Yale, uh, hopefully they're not going to fail against Penn. Uh, I, I like Yale quite a bit for this reason, this reason alone. A, uh, they're 8-1 and one in Ivy League action. They've won 6 straight, so they're a hot team. Uh, and B, they are incredibly stiff defensively, giving up to 0.935 points per possession. So Yale, uh, I think, will win this thing by a handful of points at home. Meanwhile, for Monmouth, uh, also at home, um, uh, you know, they're going to knock off the old ride or die. Uh, and where Mammoth makes their money, uh, their NIL cash, is at the free throw line. 24.2% of their points come on, at the charity stripe. A whole lot of Pappas, a whole lot of Miller drawing contact, getting in line, and plunging those daggers against the opposition. Uh, they've been covering machines for the most, uh, most part this season. And all, all we're asking here is that against the spread, but just to win the game outright, and I think they will handle Ryder. And then Mississippi State, this is a no-brainer. Anytime it can fade Mizzou is usually a money-making proposition. Now, Mississippi State has lost six of their last seven games, uh, very much trending toward the NIT right now, but this is still one of the most efficient offensive teams in the SEC. In fact, they're number three in points per possession. Scored... Meanwhile, Missouri, it's more like misery defensively. Number 13 in SEC action and adjusted defensive efficiency. So, again, Yale, Monmouth, Mississippi State, uh, plus 139 at DraftKings on that three-leg money line parlay. Fade or follow?
1: Matt, you're, uh, you, do you have a shovel with you this morning? you <laughs> dude. You're digging for these. But I know that happens a lot of times on a Friday night. On a Friday, we always- you got to, man. We don't get a lot on the schedule that we can uh, that that we can call quote marquee. But you know what, Brad? Any winning bet can be marquee if you look at it right. Sure. Uh, so sure. I, I'll I'll roll I'll roll with you. Uh, even though you have uh, admitted that these uh, two and three leggers have been uh, we we talked about kicking. In the jewels earlier uh they, they've been doing that to you just like stanford did just like usc did so uh, but I, I i believe in the law of averages i have absolutely no reason to know anything whatsoever about yale basketball though so i'm just going <laughs> to trust you on this one okay i'm just going to be like i don't know they're really smart i assume uh that brad maybe got a little bit of that via osmosis just by looking yes. uh, on his computer uh, at the Yale logo, like I feel like maybe your IQ went yeah, up it just a couple of Yeah. Well, it, right. it, it exactly. started
0: at zero, so I only had one direction to go.
1: Folks, he is the bracketologist, not me. That's why every now and then he throws crap like this out on the podcast where I'm like, I don't know, dude, it's Monmouth for crying out <laughs> loud. So there you go. Brad's got a three-legger. I say you follow it. Man's going to cash a ticket.
0: Yeah, please. Gambling gods, be kind to thee. Number one. All right, last and certainly not least, uh, let's get back to it. and Let's do another little parlay. And, uh, Lundy, this just in, uh, you can get a 33% profit boost on any parlay action uh, at DraftKings.
1: Ooh. I'm sorry. Did you say boost? Yeah, did you say 33%. Bo- boost? Boost? Oh, good. Oh, because I- the last two times, last two times I've used the boost that they gave me, I
0: failed, damn it. Oh, you know what? It gets better, Lundy. Uh, it is not on a parlay, so you can get two. You get two thirty-three percent profit boosts to use for any college basketball game a day. Oh, that is <laughs> Well, you know, you
1: know me, Brad. I mean, I uh, I have been studying Monmouth for for weeks now, yeah. so I'll. Probably- <laughs> yeah, yeah, there it
0: is. There it is.
1: Spot All on. Right, so, are you are you going to use it on this next parlay then?
0: Uh, well, yeah, absolutely I am, and this is a an alt-liner, and it's uh, my favorite bet on the board here on this Friday, and we also have a money line in here, too. Give me VCU on oh, the first leg. It's just a 2 legger here, folks. VCU money line, so it's got to win straight up at home against Richmond, and give me Harvard minus 10, taking that line down from minus 15 against the woeful Columbia Lions. Now, why do I like VCU. Uh, this one will be a highly contested game from start to finish, no doubt about it. It's probably going to come down to the final minutes. Uh, it was 64-62, to VCU getting the win on the road earlier this season in Richmond. Uh, Richmond in that game, the Spiders, uh, yeah, they didn't exactly uh, weave a web from outside. 4-22 from 3, but listen, that's a calling card of the Rams. One of the best defensive teams in college basketball. Number 5 in adjusted defensive efficiency, giving up 0.879 points per possession. And the Havoc defense is Shaka Smart and stalled there is still alive and well. They force an opponent turnover on 25.9% of those opponent possessions, and they're only allowing 27.1% from distance, and that is key because Richmond usually piles up the points from outside. So, uh, you know, VCU is not exactly... Uh, been uh, extraordinary offensively, uh, especially at home inside the Seagull Center, but I think they get the job done because of their defense and win this game straight up. And then meanwhile, for Harvard, I mean, the Lions are dreadful. Number 352 in Ken Palm, number 350 in Bart Torvik. Uh, on the road this season, Columbia, number 342 in adjusted defensive efficiency, and they're shooting or giving up, excuse me, 40.2% from three. That's what they're giving up on the road. Uh, the Crimson, not a prolific three-point shooting team, only netting 32.7% from outside. But Luca Sakoda, remember thy name. He is netting 41.2% from distance. He could have himself a night. Not only that, but Harvard uh, has forced the most turnovers on a per-possession basis inside the Ivy League this season. So VCU money line, Harvard minus 10. That I, I slapped together a plus 136. Before the profit boost, Lundy. Now, I can't do the math in my head, but it's going to get boosted. It's going to be even more handsome as a result at DraftKings. Fade or follow?
1: Is there a niner in there somewhere? Um, yeah, I'm not doing the math for you either on the 33.
0: <laughs> I will. Uh, I will follow. Here's the
1: key for I, I, the Harvard one. I'm good with because Columbia stinks. Um, but yep. the the one with VCU, Brad. Here's the only thing that that I that I get a little bit concerned about. One only as you just said, four for 22 the first time they met from outside the arc, and we know that the Rams can hold folks down from outside the arc. But I would expect it to be slightly better than that for Richmond, but. VCU, with the way they force turnovers, they only got the Spiders into 13 turnovers in that first game. That was it. VCU normally forces a whole lot more turnovers than that. They've got to get more. Like, they can play that defense, but that defense has got to turn into some points opportunities for them. They have got to get points off turnovers because Richmond did a really good job of protecting the ball compared to what VCU's other opponents have done over the course of the season. So if VCU's defense shows up um, and actually turns Uh, gets Richmond to turn the ball over, then I really like this one. And this would be good one to throw the to throw the boost on. And I like the fact that BCU's at home. I mean, the 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 victory they got earlier this season was at Richmond. So let's turn around. Let's bring it back home. Let's see the Rams uh, get the victory. And then, like I said, Harvard minus 10, minus 15. uh, You know, I think you're probably I think you're good there as long as you don't get U.S. seed like you did last night.
0: Oh, yeah, that was a royal screwing of Epic Proportions, but that's long in the past, Luddy. It's now bonus time. Uh, Give me a couple of other plays you like, and I just put together a little 2 legger with the 33% profit boost that I can't wait to share.
1: There we go. All right, so I told you we had uh, a, a bit of a heater last night. So, folks, if you don't bet on hockey a lot, uh, Brad and I are familiar with this. I've talked about it on the pod before, but if you don't recall, uh, you know when you bet on baseball, there is a bet you can do called the no-run first inning, right? Uh, yep. So you're betting whether or not there's going to be a, a run scored in the first inning. Well, hockey has the equivalent of that uh, available. It's called a goal in the first 10, sometimes abbreviated as a gift. Um, last night, there were eight games in hockey, and I went 8-0, and o, predicting whether there would be a goal in the first game or not. Now, look, sometimes a squirrel finds a nut. I, I'm not going to pull too much of a muscle, patting myself on the back, but that was a damn heater last night, and I'm going to enjoy it. So, I'm going to go back to that well tonight, which probably means I'm screwed, Uh, but let's take the Florida Panthers and the Minnesota Wild. I'm going to take uh, them to have a goal in the first ten, and I'm going to parlay that together with the Kings and the Golden Knights, who I just told you I expected to go over their total uh, of six goals because of, in part, the goaltending injuries and things that Vegas is dealing with. If you say that both of those games will have a goal in the first ten, that two-legger is a plus 148. So, I'm going to See a little heat check tonight, a little Steph Curry heat check. Let's see whether or not I can stay hot. Predicting whether the uh, scoring happens early and often in these games.
0: Oh yeah, beautiful, absolutely love it. All right, uh, let me give you one game straight up that I absolutely love tonight in college basketball. I, I was contemplating putting on the fade five, probably should have, uh, but I do love Kent State, uh, and the line has toggled quite a bit. It was up to two after an opening of one. I saw a couple of books have it at one and a half. Now at tape time at DraftKings, it's back to one. Uh, And I'm going to take Kent State, the golden flashes, Julian Edelman, you, uh, Antonio Gates, you as well. At home against the OHIO Bobcats. Uh, Kent State, one of the hottest teams at the mid-major level. They won seven straight games. And over that stretch, since January 25th, number 13 in the country. An effective field goal percentage offense, according to Bartorvik. Uh, during that stretch, setting 54.5% inside the arc and shooting 41% from way downtown. Uh, they did lose Ohio on the road earlier this season, 80-72, to uh, but I think they'll get that revenge back as uh, they have given up just 0.998 points per possession at home in Mac Place. Sincere carry. Yeah, indeed, carry me to a victory in a Kent State cover there. Again, just minus one, minus 110 at DraftKings. All right, so that spicy little two-legger that I was putting together while you were rambling on uh, about hockey, a little bit ago. Uh, this is
1: what Brad does because he yes. just does it. I don't pay any attention. He pays no attention. He literally takes a
0: nap while I talk about <laughs> the internet. Well, I got I got sucked in by the 33% profit boost. I'm like, oh, I need to go spend this right now. What do I do? I got a hole burner in my pocket. I love so. it. This damn thing's just burning a
1: hole. You're like, oh no, I got to do it. I got to do, do it right now. I got to do it. And, and I are did. You there, are you are you tapping the vein on? Is, oh is yeah. That, was that yeah. what you were doing?
0: No, I'm I'm going full uh, Alex Rodriguez and injecting it in my butt cheek. Um <laughs> So, oh, that's a visual. Yeah, that is a visual. And maybe he's kissing a mirror at the same time. So uh two-legger, butler, you know, you liked him on the cover on the standard line. Well, let's do an alt line at plus ten and a half. And I love Maryland at night. I mean, Maryland's playing Nebraska. I mean, how bad is Nebraska? They won one game of the Big Ten. They're one in thirteen. Now, Maryland, not exactly, you know, beaten uh, opponents you know, with a with a whole lot of gusto this season, uh, but they have shot the ball extraordinarily well on the road. In fact, they have the 28th highest. Uh, points per possession scored uh, of any team in college basketball away this season. So uh, pool all together and knowing that Nebraska is dead last and adjusted offensive efficiency, second to last and adjusted defensive efficiency in the Big Ten, all I need is Maryland to win. That's it. So Butler plus 10.5 against the Johnnies. Maryland to win straight up with the 33% profit boost, Lundy. That's plus
1: 236. Oh, oh. Oh, now I see why it was burning a hole in your pocket. <laughs> Is that arousing? you got that boost. That, you got that boost. It took you up to uh, uh, above 200 odds. Oh, that's pretty. Yeah, yeah I like that. I like that uh, a lot. And, folks, here's uh, another one that let me just throw out real quick, just a, a little plug for some for somebody that's tied into both of our TV shows, Brad. Uh, Bet MGM for this weekend. I do not know jack shit about NASCAR, y'all, yeah, but I can tell you, that BetMGM has essentially a freebie bet for you if you want to use it. They've they've got a risk-free option for you for NASCAR this weekend. So, uh, And anytime there's a risk-free opportunity like that, even if it is freaking Russian ping-pong, I don't give a shit. If somebody's willing to give me a risk-free option, I will always roll those dice. Um, So I just want to throw that out there. I know that uh, BetMGM is tied in with your television show. They're tied into my television show. So a little shameless plug there that if you want a risk-free opportunity opportunity uh for uh for the nascar race on sunday at daytona it's the daytona 500 uh there's an opportunity for you to burn uh some free cash that's sitting in your pocket
0: absolutely love it good shout out there and that is a wrap on this edition uh, the the Noise Podcast. Uh, please follow me on Twitter at Nathan @Lundy. Uh, check me out there at Noisy Cuevos. Drop us a rating and a review if you enjoy this podcast. Helps out our show uh, immensely. And as always, until next time, feed or follow—that is up to you. Feed the
1: noise.